is a Kansas Memory, a Kansas State Historical Society podcast featuring glimpses of Kansas history from documents in the Library and Archives collections. Susan Bixby Diamond and her husband, Will, made the long journey from her family home in Mayville, New York, to Osborne County, Kansas in February of 1872 to begin their promising new life in the West. Susan was a 30-year-old former school teacher. Will was a Civil War veteran from Pennsylvania who worked as a blacksmith in addition to farming. They married in 1866 and lived in Pennsylvania till 1871. They were relatively affluent pioneers, for they were able to travel as far as Atchison by train and stay in hotels along their route, then travel by wagon to their new home near Downs. Susan notes that they stayed in a dugout for the very first time the night before they reached Cocker City. They had a house to move into, which made their move easier, and they shipped their household goods. One of Susan's first comments when they arrived was, The wind blows very hard, and she continues to mention the weather in every entry in her journal, a theme common in rural Kansas. Susan resumes teaching after their arrival and remarks at one point, Enjoy school far better than out. Not very easy, though, to teach and keep house, too. A surprisingly mild statement, considering how grueling her daily routine appears to be by modern standards. She mentions being tired and homesick, and like many settlers lured by exaggerated accounts of Kansas's promise, often sounds disappointed with their situation. Their severest test comes during the winter of 1874 and 1875, after millions of locusts had descended on the Midwest the previous summer, decimating every shred of vegetation. The settlers survived in part thanks to generous relief shipments from the east. The excerpts we're reading today are from January through March of 1875, before the locusts return and destroy that year's crops as well. Sunday evening, January 3rd, 1875. It has been very cold all day. This has been our anniversary. Mr. and Mrs. DeMott and their children were here to dinner. We had roast antelope, fried buffalo meat, and potato succotash, warm biscuit, and butter and molasses cookies. Not very much of a dinner, but pretty good for Kansas. Wish everyone had as good. I have taught school three weeks and expect to commence again in the morning and hope it will be warmer. Christmas and New Year's came on Thursday, and you know that it is always the teacher's day, so I took them and had two days to do housework generally in. And now that Christmas and New Year's are over, I think the children will learn better. I received a paper from Jenny stating that what they are doing there for the Kansas sufferers. I long to have summer come, or spring at least, for we are having considerable snow which keeps the cattle from pasturing, and a good many are out and nearly out of fuel now. We have a plenty for ours, but if the neighbor's cattle are like to starve, we'll have to divide with them when if there was no snow, they could get their living on the prairie. Will took this diary to town yesterday to mail it, but forgot it, so I will fill some of the blank paper. I received the other one you sent, and am much obliged it is quite a tax on one, but I suppose I should miss one. January 12th. I will now write a little more. Last Friday was the worst day I have ever seen in Kansas. I started for school and got halfway and stopped to warm, and Will went on and built a fire at the schoolhouse for fear some of the children might come and expect to find a fire and nearly freeze, but no one came and we went back home. We have a steady cold weather for two weeks, and today has been a very cold, blustering day. 
through the middle of the day, it was dangerous for a person to get far from the house. It was almost equal to old Chautauqua. It was so cold the children had to keep close to the stove most all day. I am getting along nicely with my school and will be glad when it is warmer weather so the children can keep their seats better. It hardly seems like school where they have to be huddled up around the stove so. We are getting along as well as the generality of people. I guess have enough to eat and wear and a warm house, good bed, and bedclothes to keep us warm, and that is about all anyone can have. Aid is still coming in slowly, some shoes, old clothes, and some provisions. We all hope to have good crops another year, and if we do not, do not know what we will do then. Go west, I suppose. Jenny said you had to move in the spring. Let us know where you expect to go. I wish this was good enough country to advise people to come to, but at present I advise all to keep away. We expect to try living here another year, and if we cannot make a living, we shall surely have to leave. Don't worry about us. As long as we keep well, we will get along some way. As my book is about full, I will close and hope you will have a good time reading it through this year while I am writing another. If you know how I miss them to refer to, I don't believe you would want me to send them. Ever yours, Sue. Susan wrote these entries to send to an unidentified friend back east, so they contain far more explanatory text than the entries that follow. Using state records, we can learn more about the Diamonds Farm. On the 1875 census, Susan and Will each have 160 acres and an adjoining 80 acres belonging to 70-year-old James Diamond. They have a milk cow, and Susan has made an astonishing 500 pounds of butter, which she sold or traded. She records her butter sales in the back of her journal. They also had three cattle, twelve swine, one mule, and two horses. And their field crops include winter and spring wheat, barley, millet, corn, potatoes, and rye. A history of the Downs Methodist Church, which was founded in 1872, tells us that they were early members, and Susan taught Sunday school classes there. Susan records Kansas's mercurial spring weather matter-of-factly by 1875. Spring one day, snow the next. Some things never change. Sunday, January 17th. Cold and snowed a little. Went to Sunday school. No minister came, so they had a class meeting. Then went home. Wrote to Ma and Jimmy in the evening. Thursday, 21st. Very pleasant all day. Taught school. Mr. Blunt visited the school in the afternoon. Went to prayer meeting in the evening. Friday, the twenty-second. Very pleasant and spring-like. Taught school. Done some mending in the evening. Will commence to put up ice today. Tuesday, February ninth. Quite pleasant this morning, but cold in the after part of the day. Taught school. Sent one boy home with his books for bad behavior. Got Will ready to start for Russell. Wednesday the tenth. Snowed a little last night, but cold north wind. Will started for Russell. Cold all day. Taught school. Mrs. Delay sick. Went in to see her in the evening. Sunday the fourteenth. Snowed a little last night. Thawed some through the day. Went up to Mrs. Delay's. They lost their baby last night and was buried today. Alice Delay came home with me. Friday the nineteenth. Ground covered with snow. 
cold north wind. This was the last day of school, and we have been here three years today. We had a little company at school. The summer of 1875 couldn't have been much easier for the Diamonds. From Susan's diaries, we can see her acquiring the type of knowledge that helped people survive in these desolate circumstances. In the back of one of her journals, she notes this remedy for smallpox or scarlet fever. One grain sulfate of zinc, one grain foxglove or digitalis, half a teaspoonful of sugar, two teaspoonfuls of water. When thoroughly mixed, add four ounces of water, dose a spoonful every hour. Monday, March 8, 1875. Done my housework, then went over to Mr. Oldson's. Had a very good visit. Helped Mrs. Oldson on a pair of overalls and a shirt. Very pleasant all day. Quite like spring. Tuesday the 9th. Pleasant this morning. Done my washing. It begins to seem some like having spring. Some are sowing wheat today. Wednesday the 10th. Done my housework. Then done my ironing. Very pleasant. Went down and stayed with Alice while our husbands went to Dodge. Sunday, March 14, 1875. Pleasant but windy. Went to Sunday school. Went down to Dighton a few minutes. A very hard windstorm in the evening and some snow. We had some campers here overnight. Saturday, March 20th. Quite spring like this morning. Done housework and baking generally. Planted some tomato seeds in the afternoon. Windy all day. Monday, March 29th. Done my work and the chores. Mrs. DeLay and her children here visiting. The wind blew very hard all day and quite warm in the afternoon. Sowed some onions, lettuce, and radishes in the evening. Tuesday, the 30th. The wind in the north this morning and rained. Quite a shower. Went down to Dighton's a while. Wednesday, the 31st. Snowing and blowing furiously. Mended a rug, done chores, etc. Stormed fearfully all day. Thursday, April 1st. The sun shining bright and warm this morning. A good deal of snow, but in drifts. And most all gone by nights. Cleaned my buttery today. Received a letter from home. The Diamonds and many other early settlers did decide to stick it out. When Downs opened its U.S. Post Office on September 10, 1879, Will and Susan moved into town and Will was appointed as the first postmaster. The 1900 census shows that although they didn't have any children of their own, they adopted a young boy called Benny, short for Benjamin Harrison. By that time, Will was the county treasurer. Will died there in 1911. When Benny enlisted for World War I, he was playing ball for the Shreveport, Louisiana Baseball Association. Susan died on April 14, 1918, and was buried beside Will's grave at Downs. This has been a Kansas Memory, a Kansas Historical Society podcast. The documents used in this podcast are from Kansas Memory, a virtual repository of primary sources from our collections.
The URL for this website is www.kansasmemory.org.